Well, hello and welcome back to another sip of tea with the girl Lady T. Now, this sip of tea has been highly anticipated by many people, especially those on my Instagram who have been waiting for this podcast and waiting for me to answer the questions that they've sent me. And trust me, I too, I'm excited to answer those questions. But before I do this Q&A, I have to share my experience with you and let you know what life's lesson for love has taught me. Now, this lesson isn't something new. It's probably one of the oldest lessons in the book. And I know for a fact that I will not be the first person to tell you this. But the key to really loving someone first starts with truly loving yourself. Trust me when I say that if I were to speak to Tiana of two years ago, or even Tiana at the beginning of last year, January 2018, even she wouldn't have predicted that she'd currently be in a relationship with someone so wonderful. She would have never thought she could be so genuinely happy and in love. A hope-filled, positive, life-changing relationship. In all honesty, Tiana before, she felt like she was going down a downward spiral when it came to love and relationships. There were times where all I wanted to do was be in a relationship, to have someone that I could share everything with, have a best friend that I could talk to and have someone to love. Then there were also the times where relationships, (laughs) they were the last thing on my list. I had got to a point where I felt like I had gone through it all. I had been hurt. I had been scared to love and in turn hurt others who had cared. I had been in relationships that weren't good for my mental, relationships that restricted my growth, but I was too scared of not finding anyone better. So I stayed in those relationships. I was blinded by love, or what I thought was love at the time. After my last relationship, when I had finally given up on everyone else, the only person I could really turn to was me. I had to be my happiness, my ray of sunshine on a dark, cloudy day. I had to learn to teach myself to love me for me. The love that I was searching for in others I had to find it in myself. Learning to love me allowed me to see my worth and know that I was valuable. I was able to find joy and happiness within myself. I became all that I used to want someone else to be. I no longer needed the validation of others to comfort me. And I vowed to never again be in any relationship where I felt underappreciated And like I was not good enough because I knew I was good enough. I also vowed not to be scared to love, to take the chance and not let my previous experiences harden my heart. It has been a long journey, one of growth. I'm thankful for it, but it's still not finished. When it comes to loving yourself, the journey is ongoing because every day you learn more about yourself and you begin to appreciate you 
and your journey even more. When I look back, I'm glad that I took a step back and learned the life lesson of loving myself. Making the choice to put me first. The decision to take care of my mental, spiritual, and physical well-being was one of the best ones I have ever made. And after making that choice to love and appreciate myself, to be confident with who I was, and to recognize my worth, I then decided that whoever I was going to be with next had to be someone who uplifted me as well. Someone who loved me for me, flaws and all. Someone who too appreciated my perfect imperfections, who would be there for me on my journey towards achieving success and growth. By learning to love myself, I'm now able to trust my partner's love for me. I'm able to love him wholeheartedly without second-guessing or doubting our love. Loving myself and accepting me for who I am has allowed me to view myself as worthy of that love he so freely gives. I can honestly say that if it weren't for loving myself or learning to love myself, I would not be in the relationship that I am in now. If I did not get over the insecurities I had so that I didn't take those insecurities into our relationship to cause further problems, if I was not able to make that decision to love me and be the someone who also loves me, our relationship would not be what it is now. I'm so thankful that I have a boyfriend who supports me every step of the way because as I said, the journey of loving yourself, the journey of growth, the journey of being better, it is something that is ongoing and he has supported me every step of the way and I'm honestly so grateful for him in my life and thankful that I was able to learn to love me first because as I said, without loving me first, I would have brought much more problems into the relationship. I don't think we would be as happy as we are now. There would be a lot of insecurities, a lot of self-doubt, a lot of not feeling worthy, a lot of not trusting each other simply because of that. And so the moral of this story, before I jump into this Q&A, which I know you guys have all been so patiently waiting for, is that you really do have to love yourself first before you can truly experience love with someone else. And I'm not saying you have to be full of yourself, but I'm saying you have to accept you for who you are. You have to love everything about you so that someone cannot come and take advantage of that fact. You have to learn to accept yourself so that you can accept someone else. It is a process. It is a, it is a journey. It's not going to happen overnight, but it is possible. And I really think that once you have truly accepted you for who you are, someone else can truly accept you for who you are as well. So now moving on to this Q&A. <laughs> Thank you so much to everyone who has submitted a question. And as I said in the beginning of the podcast, I'm really excited to answer them. Just want to let you know, though, that unfortunately... There will be no spilling of the tea because this is only a sip of tea. <laughs> so I'm going to stop messing around. I'm going to get right into question number one, which is how or where did you guys meet? So we met in university. 
Um, and it's actually a pretty funny story because we met in first year, but it wasn't until third year that I realized who he was. He, however, though, according to what he tells me, he had been knowing me since we first met. <laughs> All right. I said I'm not spilling the tea. So that was just your little step. Uh, the next question I have here is how did you know it was him? And someone else also asked, how did you know that he was worth the sacrificial change that you wouldn't regret? And honestly, it wasn't like I woke up and I was like, yep, yeah, he's the one one day. I knew it was him when everything started to feel right. When I felt like my prayers had been answered. Everything and anything that I had ever prayed for, I wanted to see in a partner, he seemed to have it. And most importantly, we just fit. There has always been this energy between us. A vibe that really couldn't be broken. We had been friends for a while who seemed to always run back to each other. And we both couldn't figure out why. Eventually, we both decided that we were done pushing and pulling each other away. And we decided, why not? Like, why shouldn't we give each other a chance? Finally, go for it. In regards to being worth the sacrificial change that I wouldn't regret, I never once thought it was going to be something that I would regret because of loyalty. He has always been down for me, even before being 100% down for me. Before being my boyfriend, we were friends. Someone that I could turn to for advice. Someone who I could turn to to get my mind off of school. Anything I had been dealing with. We became each other's best friends. We were each other's confidants. We knew that we had each other's back. So I wouldn't really say that I had to think long and hard about a sacrificial change because things just started to change on their own. The more we got to being with each other, the more we, time we spent around each other, everything just fit. The next question is what is our attraction to each other? So I can only speak on my attraction to him. If you want to know why he's attracted to me, I guess we'll have to do a whole other Q&A where maybe we'll have to go live or something and you guys can ask us all these questions direct. But remember how I said I didn't really meet him again until third year? So I remember it was third year. I was the president of the African Caribbean Society and we were setting up shop trying to get people to come to a club. And I had honestly been so tired that day. I was wiped. I was like, all right, team, I'm going to sit here. I will be here if you guys need me. But can't you guys just go out and get people? And I just remember glancing over to like my right, to like the middle of the field because it was an outdoor thing. And seeing this image of someone just walking towards me with the sun right behind their head. And I don't know how to explain it, but in that moment, I was just in complete awe. I tell him all the time, I remember seeing this life-size chocolate bar just walking towards me, just dripping in melanin. And I was like, wow, I had to, you know, I had to introduce myself. And that's when he told me that he had already known me. But that's just a physical attraction. I think our attraction to each other goes deeper 
than just the physical. I know one thing that really keeps us loving each other is how we talk to each other, how we communicate with each other. The fact that we can just be ourselves and have these long, deep conversations about sometimes nothing at all, I think, is one of the biggest attractions that we have. Or the fact that we can talk about stuff, have an idea, and just see the transformation with between it. How we can push each other to be successful. Which leads me to the next question of what drives us. And one of the major driving forces of our relationship has to be that we love each other unconditionally and we are loyal to each other. We are loyal to each other's growth. We are loyal to the love that we have for each other and we want to see each other be successful every step of the way. Not only successful in the specific dreams we have for our careers, but in life itself, in love, in our families, and in anything we want to accomplish. We're just genuinely there for each other, genuinely happy for the other person, and we celebrate that. This question is uh, pretty funny because as soon as we landed in Jamaica in December, all I kept hearing was wedding talk or look upon your wifey or how long have you guys been married and we're just there we're dying of laughter because we haven't even we haven't even been dating for a full year (laughs) but everyone for some reason keeps asking us about weddings and in all honesty I think that a wedding will come well not think I know that the wedding is going to come it's just that we have a lot that we want to accomplish right now in our lives surrounding our dreams and our goals and we want to make sure that when we do get married, we have our foundation set so that we can enjoy all that comes with being married. Someone else has asked me, how long is too long to be dating before proposal? And I love this question because it's not simply surrounded just about my relationship. So thank you so much for asking it. But I honestly think that the length of a proposal depends on when you and your significant other are both ready to commit and make that decision to be together. It doesn't have to do with your age because I have friends who are married and people look at them like you're only 22 or you're only 23 you're getting married. Like if you want to be with someone, you know that you guys can handle being together and you guys can handle everything that will come your way in your future together then why not make that commitment if you are ready i truly believe that once you're ready to unconditionally love that person through thick and thin as you take those vows to do so then why not if you're ready if you believe this is the right time for you then go for it i don't really think that there is a specific length of, you know, waiting too long. I have friends who also, they love each other, but marriage is not really in their books right now because they have some kinks they want to work out with themselves. So it all depends on you and your relationship and the relationship you have with your significant other. Next question, question number I honestly don't know because I have actually lost count. But the next question is, do I think that love involves selflessness and the serving of others? And 110% I do. I do believe that relationships should not all just be take, take, take. It also involves some give. And that's give from both parties. Honestly, don't think relationships where it's just self-absorbed around one person's 
pleasure or one person's happiness where that's the only thing that really matters in the relationship is one that is going to be healthy or beneficial. I do honestly think that to truly love someone and to get the most or to get the best possible results out of your relationship, you do have to love selflessly. You have to serve that other person. You do have to, yes, love yourself and understand the importance of that, but you also have to love that person, uplift them, and help push them as well so that you guys can grow together. This next question simply asks how we deal with being from two different cultures and two different backgrounds. So if you didn't know, I'm Jamaican and uh, my boyfriend is from Ghana. And I wouldn't necessarily say that being from two different cultures is something to deal with. I would actually say it's more of something to embrace. Because if you and your significant other are unable to find a mutual appreciation for both cultures, you will find yourself in some difficulty. My boyfriend swears he's Jamaican. He now goes by Eral as his uh, Jamaican name. All I listen to is Ghana music radio. I listen to my tree rap. I listen to music in tree. Um, I try Ghanaian food. We talk a lot about each other's culture. We try to learn a lot about each other's culture, things that could be potentially offensive so you don't go and do the wrong thing. And it's really a part of just learning from each other. It's not necessarily something to deal with. It's more of just something that we have to embrace and we have to love. On to the next question of how to deal with parents not liking your significant other. So I don't think it has to do with your parents not necessarily liking them. I just think it has to do with a lot of us have overprotective parents who aren't necessarily ready to give you up. Like I am the youngest of seven girls from my dad. So I wouldn't say that my dad didn't necessarily like my boyfriend. I would just say that it was a lot to deal with, especially considering I kind of just came back from university and I was like, yeah, this is my boyfriend. And uh, yeah, this is this is him. And everyone kind of just had to accept it at that point in time. But what it all came around to was understanding that no parent is ever going to be ready to to let their child go, especially for the last one, especially if you are female and especially if it's your dad. They're always going to want to be protective of you. And they want to make sure that who you're with, they can trust that person to take care of you in their absence. So in order to deal with, I guess, parents not necessarily liking your significant other or not warming up to your significant other, I say the best thing to do is to just be patient. Be patient with your parents and just show them the love that you guys have for each other. Allow your love to illuminate into the exterior so that others can then trust that love too. And eventually, your family or your parents, they will learn to love your significant other too. Now, the next question is kind of hard to answer because it asks about how we deal with fights or how we deal with problems. And being honest, I would say we don't really fight. We have maybe had a few disagreements. I wouldn't really call them arguments, but we've had some disagreements. And the best way we find to deal with those 
is by communicating with each other, trying to find the root of what caused the disagreement in the first place. And once we found it, we discuss what we could do to make sure that it doesn't happen again. We try to take protective measures from avoiding having any problems. And honestly, it's kind of hard to get mad or to fight with the person that you really feel is the reason why you are happy. So we don't necessarily fight. Um, So I'm sorry that I don't have the best advice on how to deal with fights or problems. But I do think that speaking about them is one way to really get over them and finding out the root of that problem so that you're not spending hours just going at the surface and continuing to argue and have disputes. You find out what has really caused that problem and then you ensure that it doesn't happen again. And the last question, last but not least, is infidelity a deal breaker for you? And I say, yeah, of course. Because if you really love someone, or when you really love someone, there should be no thought of being with anyone else. When you are committed to someone, dedicated, when you tell someone that you're going to spend the rest of your life with them, and you don't see anyone else for you, you do not step out on that person. And that's it for this Q&A. Thank you for sticking with me as I got through those. I honestly feel like I may have spilled the tea or spilled a little of the tea, but for the most part, I hope that you sipped it and that you enjoyed it. And before I leave, I just want you to remember that life is way too short to be unhappy. Life is too short to not go out there and experience love, to love and be loved. You deserve to go out there and lighten up someone's world just as much as they light up yours. You are deserving of your happiness. So go for it. Be happy. Be with someone who loves you. Be around those who cherish you. Grow with someone. Fight life together. And never stop letting that person know how much you love and how much you care for them.